0: Y'all, hormones, it's impossible not to have them. There's over 1,000 hormone disruptors in our food, our water, the air, the clothes, the skincare, the dryer sheets, everything, child, is a scam. To the hormones, okay? Plus, we have natural hormonal changes that our bodies go through. Like, what's going on with my body? Like, I am now in my 30s and my skin is acting like a teenager. What is going on with the hormones? Which is why I love Hormone Harmony. It contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Okay, so adaptogens help the body adapt to stressors like chaotic hormonal changes. It's perfect for women struggling with PMS, menopause, and more, honey. Y'all know I work. Hella jobs. Hormone Harmony has really helped me like regulate, especially like sleep and just relaxation and calming down and not panicking as much. They've got 17,000 reviews, so you don't even have to listen to me, but get into it. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire order at hormonemammoth.com. Just use the code GODDESS at checkout. If someone were afraid of the dentist, maybe they haven't been in a long time, maybe they're
1: embarrassed because they haven't been in a while, I feel like this would be a really safe place for them to go and get the care that they need.
2: At Advanced Dentistry, we get it. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, if you want to learn how IV sedation can change your life, visit NoFearDentist.com.
0: What's popping congregation? Welcome back to another installment of Scam Goddess. It's your girl Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess, and I'm here y'all um uh, giving you all the energy I have left. Your girl had an operation. Uh maybe I'll talk about that a little bit in the beginning because I'm always as what? I'm I'm what? I yes, I'm excited. I'm very excited, ecstatic. We have a member, a self-proclaimed member of the congregation here today which I always love to hear cuz you know it's going to be a good snapping time, honey. He's a talented writer, host, and producer. He hosts the Jab Step podcast on 19 Media Group Network. Also, he's the content producer for Miles and Jack Got Boosties, an NBA podcast. Yes. Okay, congregation, please welcome Jabari Davis to the show. Hi, Jabari. Hey,
2: Lacey. Thank you so much for having me. Like like I mentioned to you in the beginning, I'm a member of the congregation, so this is an honor.
0: Oh, I love this. I was saying um, I had... I don't know if you know what uterine fibroids are, Jabari, but um, I had—they're benign tumors. A lot of Black women have them. It's like over 80% of Black women get them. But maybe you like don't notice you have them, or maybe you do. But um, mine—one was the size of like a cantaloupe, and the other one was the size of like a kiwi. They love to explain everything in terms of fruit, so they were really, really big. And I had like a small procedure just to cut off the blood supply, called an embolization, and then that shit went left. And I woke up one day and, like, could barely walk. And so, I, of course, my dumb ass, I waited, like, three days, like, literally canceling recordings, like, hobbling around my house, like, crying to get to my kitchen from my bedroom. And, you know, strong Black women, child, why a scam. And I'm trying to be weak. And <laughs> I want to be a weak <laughs> Black queen, okay? Lip wrist. But, um, so I finally went to the hospital. My good friend Mary drove me to the hospital. Shout out to Mary! And um, when I got to the hospital, I went to see Side sign. I was supposed to be the bougie hospital, but I don't know where Beyonce be having her emergencies. But it most certainly wasn't the emergency room that I was in because <laughs> I waited. Right? No lie, I waited five hours to get to the the VIP of the hospital. I was waiting out in the lobby. Uh,
2: you, you didn't hit him with? Do you know who I am or any of that? Nothing. <laughs>
0: Child, no. I, the, the, the healthcare professionals are so overworked. I was just trying to be as nice as possible. And it got to a point where, like, when I hobbled up hour four and a half, they were like, okay, we're going to get you in. We're going to get you in. We know you've been waiting. We know you've been waiting. Because, you know, so I have never been in the ER that long. So after a while, like, when you first get into the ER, like, they kind of make it cute. Like, you get in, you go in, they check your blood pressure, they ask you what your symptoms are, da, 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 da. They kind of assess if you need to be moved up the list so then they sent my ass back to the waiting room and because I had been there for so many hours once they they called my name again and then I was like price is right like (laughs) like I was like it's my time and then I you know I hobbled up there like yeah please treat me and they're like oh no we just doing a vitals check bruh I was there so long they started doing checks to just make sure you alive and, I'm saying. And, and you're not dying in the ER waiting room. They just come in and check your vitals. They're like, all right, she's still alive. Put her back, put her back over there. And I was like, damn. So then I started thinking, I was there with my homegirl. I was like, man, maybe we should drive me to the end of the block. And then I could call the ambulance. And then I could come in here on some wee-woo, wee-woo shit, like on the stretcher. And I was going to come in, you know, hollering like, my neck, my back, my neck, my back. And um, we laughed about this and kind of just sat there for maybe like half an hour or more. And then somebody came in on a stretcher from the ambulance and I was so jealous. I was like, oh, my God, look at them like on that stretcher. They about to go straight back to VIP. And that's when
2: you honestly, I, I, I'm here for that energy. That's when you got to get your true scam goddess on. Right? If, they, if, if they are if they are not matching what you need. You'll take it in your own hands at that
0: Exactly. Point. That's what I thought to do. But then, so this woman comes in on a stretcher. I'm sizing her up because I'm so jealous. She's about to get that health care that I want. And I was like, oh, well, she don't look like she's dying that much. Damn, I should have really did it. I should have pulled over. So why, um, they, they roll this woman in. And then all of a sudden the stretcher like takes a turn in front of me in the chairs that I'm sitting out. Jabari, why did they unload this woman off the ambulance stretcher into a chair in the waiting room?
2: <laughs> they said, "No, we're not falling for the okie doke." Okay,
0: <laughs> not y'all shaking her off like like she a cookie on a hot pan. And, and somebody wait right here. You ain't you ain't got that much of an emergency. Not the Uber ambulance. I was so hurt for her and for me.
2: I'm saying, did you were was she still there waiting when you finally got back, or was she able to you know kind of slide her way in?
0: I mean, I don't have, I should have better hater energy because I didn't clock her much longer than that to see if she went before me. But I do know that they did dump her out in a chair and make her wait. And I was like, damn, sis, you had it all added up. You had you had the plan fully ready. Came in on the stretcher, and they still put you in the waiting room. I was like, damn.
2: Anyone can get it.
0: Right, but I mean the hospital's (laughs) overwhelmed I'm not complaining about the people who work in the hospital I was just like, damn, it was a bitch But finally I got in, I got a CAT scan And they were like, yeah girl, we're gonna give you some surgery And I was like, okay, I have work to do They were like, yeah, that's cute, but uh, you need a body to do that So (laughs) Here I am On uh, pain medication and vibes
2: (laughs) Shout out to you for Honestly playing through, like You are literally a wounded warrior I don't. Anytime somebody tells me That they had a grapefruit sized something
0: cantaloupe and
2: that needed to come on. Oh, to a cantaloupe. I, I, I'll be honest, even though we're just sitting here podcasting, I don't think I would have been able to make it. So honestly, <laughs> props to you.
0: I know for a little bit, I couldn't make it to the living room, which is tragic. When you have to cancel things and it's like in your living room, it's truly tragic. I mean, in my office, but still, you know, just a couple yeah. hobbles away, couldn't make it. But we're here. Uh, a little detour there up top. But Joy, I always ask, you know, uh, what's your relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? Do you like them? Do you hate them? It could be anything, a story, whatever you got.
2: I'll be up front. You, you grew up in Southern California. I grew up in the Los Angeles area. You're going to be, yes. you're going to be scam adjacent at the very least. And I could <laughs> I come from a big country family where, you know, I was the first generation that like literally wasn't raised on the farm. And I would say, I would say half of the folks are law abiding citizens and, you know, take care of business. And the other half, they may have a day gig, but they also have a hustle of some sort. And it just, it just kind of is what it is. Quite frankly, we're sitting here right now because I, you know, because I got my scam on. I didn't have a background in journalism. I didn't have a background in radio. I didn't have a background in any of that. And I started a website and basically within a year ended up. You know, with an internship that got me hired by USA Today, and one thing led yes. to another, and here and here we are. So I'm very familiar with scamming, or, or you know, as you could, I guess you could say, fake it till you make it.
0: Right, right I mean, when you got talent, is it really faking it? I mean, let's think about it. Nobody was born with a background in anything. You know, we all came into the earth backgroundless and with no things.
2: This is true, but I'll I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. <laughs> no, I know My,
0: exactly what you mean. I'm being facetious, but oh no! I, we'll, but I'm we'll you. Yeah, give me an example.
2: My second internship, Sheridan Hoops, uh, it, it's now defunct. But shout out to y'all. You know, whatever y'all are doing, they asked me, "Hey, do you? We need a we need a um a producer. Okay. You know, can you do that? Of course I can. Yeah, Google." What is a podcast producer? What is a podcast? It was straight like that. I had to teach myself all of it on the fly. They were patient enough because they didn't have anybody else to do it. And and like I said, here we are.
0: Right, they hired you because they didn't know nothing about producers. So clearly you True. figured it out. And Google is free and right there. I, I don't know. It sounds good to me. You were like, you Google like producer. Okay, step one headphones. Okay, <laughs> get on Amazon, get some of those. Yeah. No, I love it. I love this for you. That's a good scam. I and mean, you turned it into a, a coin making career.
2: Here we are here we are.
0: Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, let's get into our first segment here. What is hiding fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about fraud that's popping on the streets. And more often than not these days, we get a letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends and family at Pod at gmail.com. Jabari, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender. And as always, guys, make sure your scams are retired. We don't want to, yes, fuck up your back, okay? Don't send it to me while you're still doing it. I'm not trying to get in the way. Getting in the way of what you're stealing. I'm not trying to do that. But Jabari, what you got uh, give me a fake name. Don't matter gender.
2: Let's go with Ralph. Ralph. Ralph, Mr. Transvant, if you're nasty.
0: Oh, oh, if you're nasty. Ralph, yes. Um. So Ralph says, actually, I'm going to pause for one second because I do have one question, one follow-up question for you. So you say your family is country. They from yeah. the country of California? Or are they like from the co- Where y'all from?
2: Country. Louis- Backwoods, Louisiana. Northern Louisiana.
0: Where?
2: Ph- Faraday. 추- Faraday, Louisiana.
0: Faraday? Okay, I've heard of Faraday. I have family in Natchitoches. Okay. Yes. And we like to go to the boat.
2: Everybody in Louisiana is related one way or another. I'm just going to tell you that. Truly.
0: (laughs) We're probably cousins. We're probably cousins. I also have a big country family and played a lot barefoot and definitely did not send my DNA to Ancestry.com because too many of my cousins got strikes. We don't play those (laughs) games. (laughs)
2: that's an away game. I, I can appreciate not playing that.
0: Right. Y'all not going to give me all no DNA evidence. But so Ralph, not to be confused with the store Ralph's, which, mm-hmm. you know, when Ralph's named their store Ralph's, did they know that they were going to be ratchet? I feel like some people have to know they're like planning in a ratchet business because Ralph's just doesn't sound like a classy place to get food. I go there, but it just doesn't sound like Whole Foods.
2: I'll, I'll be honest with you. And the wall. Back in the day, growing up in you know growing up in the L.A. area, Ralph's used to be you know pretty nice. It, it was kind of like the upstanding place. You know, you you go oh. to either Ralph's, you know, Ralph's Pavilions or whatever. But most recently, the last time matter you know I'm, I'm in I'm in Tucson now, but the last time I was in L.A., I went into a Ralph's, and you're right, it kind of does resemble food for less. And you know, no disrespect, shows all love the food for less, but it kind of yeah. does resemble that now.
0: And listen, I love some food for less. It's nothing mm-hmm. about the vibes. It's just like the clientele has really... You know, you go outside the house you be like holding your purse and putting all your keys between your fingers, looking left and right and left and right again. Neck hurt when you get home from being vigilant.
2: They offering you food and entertainment.
0: Ooh, you just yeah. never know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Entertainment and maybe a workout. You might have to run from somebody. So... <laughs> Unless they sponsor the podcast. I'm like, Ralph's, mm -mm, get your produce there.
2: The best. Shout out to Ralph. Shout out to you, Ralph. Yes.
0: So Ralph says, uh, hi, Lacey. Love you. Love the show. Oh, thank you, Ralph. So my coworker, Kevin. Kevin sounds like a scammer. He asked a question at lunch today, and I wanted to run it by you as a scam expert in my life. Is, Amen. Man. Is it a scam if he just asks people online for a dollar? No strings attached. Does it become a scam if he asks for a dollar and then that dollar enters them into a giveaway to potentially win $10,000 every year for the rest of their life? Okay, Ralph. <laughs>
2: There's a lot going on there. Is is the scam actually the... The thing,
0: or? right? You started. You started with just asking for a dollar, and then it became okay. Now, what if Kevin runs his own personal lottery? Like we went from one dollar to ten thousand dollars for the rest of your life, really quickly. There, um, I'm gonna say if you ask people for a dollar, it's not a scam. If you ask them for a dollar and promise that you're gonna pay up ten, I mean, if you pay them, I guess we could all be our own lottery shit. Uh... That, that that's
2: like Nigerian email level scam. Like, like, let's be honest, if, you, if you're falling for that, quite frankly, you deserve it. Like, the, straight the taxes it, and
0: fees. Yeah.
2: If, if you fall, if you fall for, hey, if you give me a dollar, you might win 10,000. Then you kind of deserve what you get. I'm, I'm yeah, not feeling sorry for you.
0: There's just nothing to hold us, hold you accountable. Because, like, if I go give a dollar scratch off to the, you know, state lottery, like the girls do have to run me my coins if I win. But like, who's to say that Kevin, I I how do I know I won, Kevin? Like, yeah. are you giving out lottery tick? Are you giving out little uh, raffle tickets? Like, how do I know if I won?
2: You're not winning with Kevin. Kevin's taking your dollar and, and moving on about his life. He's like, I, I, I can appreciate that energy. And, you know, I guess if you have right. no problem asking a thousand people for a dollar, cool. But yeah.
0: all right. Kevin. And a dollar is not much to miss. He said he figures if he gets a million people to give him a dollar, he could invest and then pay out the giveaway from part of the interest that he earns. He felt like it was a win-win for everyone involved and therefore not a scam. The rest of us are pretty sure it's not legal to make your own lottery. What do you think? Thanks. I don't think I've ever gotten a letter like this, which makes me laugh. Like,
2: <laughs> so, so he is a, he has entered pyramid scheme style now. Like, it, this is not. Yeah. Let me take back a little bit of what I said before. I was dissing, the, I was dissing the scam, but actually, you know, there are layers to it. There are levels to it. So, I, look, I don't think you're going to really get very far on it. And you know, it is what it is. But if you can, if you can convince even 20 people to get it to you, know, give you a dollar, I, g- I guess you're 20 dollars up.
0: Right. And and Kevin, if you want to do a Facebook live and hold your own lotto, who am I to say no? Now, liability wise, I did not tell you this was legal. Uh, This sounds like a gray area to me. But if you want to ask people for a dollar and they give you a dollar, like nobody's going to miss a dollar. You know, most people won't miss a dollar. So Kevin running the numbers. Right, and it's giving. I would say pyramid scheme too, but a pyramid scheme, the defining factor of that would be if he was like, y'all give me a dollar, and then y'all get ten of y'all's friends to give you a dollar, and then bring them in on the dollar pyramid. Uh, a very low pyramid, low stakes pyramid scheme. Which in that case, I would say, I mean, try it. Uh, the thing that always makes me laugh, and I tweet about this like during the pandemic, which now is two years ago when it started, but. People will get on Twitter and post their GoFundMes on viral tweets and... Here's the thing about that, guys. Like, can y'all at least kind of look at the tweet that you're posting your GoFundMe on to see if the vibe is right? Because sometimes the viral tweet be like, I've been lonely for so long, my hairbrush starting to look good to me. <laughs> and then, you know, it's got 250,000 likes. And then you underneath like, hey, y'all, my my grandniece got hit by several buses. Anything helps. And it's like, I just feel like you shouldn't be under this tweet.
2: I get that. I'll be honest with you. I don't let me say I don't go viral all the time, but I get people posting that under my link, you know, under my links or my tweets or whatnot. And I say, do y'all not realize I'm a broke ass podcaster? What am I going to do for you? I'm not really sure
0: where I can go with that. I know. I think they're hoping that somebody will read the viral tweet and then hopefully be inclined. So inclined. And I don't know. It must work a little bit because I see people Mm -hmm. doing it all the time. So maybe it gives you a little bit of traction. Because uh, it's hard now to get some traction with your GoFundMe. It's too many of them.
2: Yeah, literally when everyone has one, I, I'll be honest with you, it, it all kind of blends in. And I say, hey, you know what I gave at the office?
0: Right. And it's like GoFundMe's used to be like, you tell a little story, you may, maybe provide a photo. I feel like now you got to have whole videos. Like, we got to see the traffic cam footage of the grandniece getting hit by several buses. <laughs> like It's like... People need a lot more to give.
2: <laughs> Unless I see that video, I'm I'm gonna figure you're trying to pay back, yo, know, pay back one of those loans you shouldn't have taken.
0: The PPEs? Oh yeah. I'm not mad at anybody who got a PPE loan. I was just like, well, how did you think it was gonna end? They did call it a loan. They never said it was just like you could have it and go buy Lamborghinis yeah. uh blue from Pretty Ricky. Nobody said you could just have it. You do have to pay it back.
2: So, so you, you, you asked me if I, you know, how close I was to scam. I know someone that got one of those, uh, Mm. and his current, and his current, I'm not going to give his government name, his or her or their uh, government name, but I, but I will say the government came for him. And if he's not able to, if they are not able to figure this out, they're going to be, you know, friends of the government.
0: Now, oh no, they're going to be, they're going to be a, uh, what What did Naomi, uh, Naomi e- uh, Epprigan came on here and called it something, uh, uh, something of the state. Uh, a ward of a, the state? War, uh, yeah, but it was something else of the state, <laughs> like a visitor, or a host, or a guest of the state. Maybe it was mm-hmm. guest of the state.
2: <laughs> I know some guests of the state, and, you know, right. and, and it, you know, that, that cat might end up being one.
0: You sign I a mean, little guest book, do a little Airbnb of the state. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. I hadn't really thought about that. Is that the next level of Airbnb, <laughs> like, state prisons?
0: You show up and it's a jail cell. Like, what? It's got meals, a bed?
2: It's got everything Everything in the description.
0: I mean, it doesn't sound like a scam to me. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back with my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwings. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? like white cream. Are you kidding me? It's giving rich. Okay. Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quincecom slash goddess. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me in onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bust when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we're back, and it's time for Historic hoodwinks. This is where I'm going to regale Jabari with a famous con caper group of criminals. Couple, you know, who knows? And we'll get his opinions all throughout. Jabari, interrupt anything you have to say. Tangents, we love all things here. Um, So for clarification, Heather Morgan is not, nor has ever claimed to be a comedian or have any comedic intentions. That's just going to come into play at some point. So that's that's just a clarifying statement, which makes me laugh. That's up top, Kaylin, oh, Uh that she's not trying to be funny, which means that she must be hilarious. Yep. Good to know. So today we're talking about a rapping former CEO duo that have made international headlines after the DOJ completed the largest asset seizure in history involving four billion dollars in Bitcoin.
2: Wow. I mean, if you're gonna go if you're gonna do it, good do it big. I at mean, the very
0: least, <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna hey. do it, do it medium, so maybe don't get caught. I feel That's like a too good big.
2: point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you once you cross someone's radar, a certain radar, I, I guess you open yourself up. But hey, four million right off the bat, okay?
0: Right, I feel like I'm trying to scam an extra medium, extra medium to small, like not <laughs> not large, not XL. You know, I got you. So who is Heather Morgan and Elia? Liechtenstein. Uh so in her own words, Heather Morgan is a software entrepreneur, writer, rapper, CEO, and persuasion expert. That is the the strongest rebrand of liar and manipulator that I've ever heard.
2: I was just about to ask, what the hell does that even mean? Look, you you gotta break this stuff down for me. Persuasion expert. Okay.
0: Yeah, she's just an expert in persuasion. You know, whatever you need to be persuaded, she can provide so we have a little video here look at her okay we're gonna post the photos of her she's giving us a strong CEO pose here um I don't all these clothing items that she's wearing it looks like she's going to different places yes the blazer is giving me like a distant cousin's funeral the shirt is giving me like 50% off at Delia's
2: definitely wait a second are those leggings
0: they're, I think they're leggings. They're giving fabletics. It's like, are you, are you going to the gym? What's are the you,
2: weather like where you're going?
0: <laughs> right. Are you going to a co-worker's daughter's Kesey? Where are you going? I don't know. So we have a video where she did talk about the topic of being an expert in persuasion a little bit. Let's just play a little bit of that. And I'm seeing that... Um, Uh, the title of the PowerPoint where we're about to start this video is how to social engineer your way into, in all caps, anything. Okay, so she's at some hotel lobby. Oh, she's rapping. (laughs) Okay, please, please stop. Oh, my God.
2: I have one question. What's that brother in the bottom left corner doing there? Cause I was, my comment was going to be, you, you notice we we not in this crowd. Wait, no, damn, he's he letting me down, letting me down for the you know fellow Big Brothers, and, and on top of that, we we we
0: can see you, bro. Yo, he's trying to be a social engineer. He's trying to socially engineer his way into the art of uh being a persuasion expert. Also, like sis, not you starting this TED talk <laughs> with your rap song, which I did watch the music video. I think we'll have a clip of it. You'll be, get to see a little bit of it. It's insane. Also, um, Miss Miss Girl, Miss Morgan, you are so far away from this beat. <laughs> you. <laughs> She's like,
2: in New York. The beat, you know, the beat was in Wyoming.
0: <laughs> like, girl, you are in witness protection from the beat. Like, you ain't ever seen the beat, heard the beat. So far off of it, it don't rhyme. What's happening? It's ah okay. Go ahead, right What were you gonna say? Cause Lord, so we have the one black man here. Uh, diversity inclusion.
2: I, I I need honestly I need I need more follow up on him. Was he a plant? Did they say did they walk outside and go, mm-hmm, you want that guy that, like how, how did he wind up there? That, that's really my main question. And then also, like, what was he rapping about?
0: I feel like yep. you don't need any plants when you're trying to sell something like this. I feel like probably white people would feel more comfortable if there were no people of color in the audience. Like we got here first, like we on the we on this first, and then it'll trickle down to the minorities. But we need to learn how to be persuasion experts first. I mean, fair. So I don't, yeah, I don't know if people would be like, where are all the black people at this meeting? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she she
2: did lead in with a rap. <laughs> she she let in with a rap and even even, even throw a mofo in there at that said you know
0: right and it feels like y'all are at an airport Marriott I don't know if you should just be dropping motherfuckers like at yeah. the like <laughs>
2: Even though I listened to the show, I was like, wait, can I say that? Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. We are not safe for work. And everybody knows that. So she even got into streetwear design, which she wore both in her music video as a rapper and to industry events. So she also got into streetwear design. She said, "Uh, Rihanna. um...
2: Oh, stop it. (laughs)
0: Hold, hold, hold! My beer. You know, I'm, 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 gonna rap. I'm gonna sing, and also gonna put out uh terrible clothes.
2: Her hat is zero fucks. I'm guessing that's what that is. That that is. Yes, this is fantastic.
0: It is.
2: Is is this a gold sequin jacket over a cheetah
0: print? Is that? I believe is, is this what we got so. going on here? Yeah. she's giving I mean, us hey, a gold sequin bomber and then a <laughs> cheetah print, and then it looks like she has on like a a a t-shirt that almost looks like a flannel underneath, like a button up. It's got like three little buttons. At the, it's like, are you cold? Are you hot?
2: Did she just basically watch like late eighties and nineties, you know, movies that they featured, like what they thought rappers look like, because that's mm-hmm. what this, wow. She really is wearing like the leggings. In
0: Maybe she made those leggings. Cause she has them on again and they're fascinating. Cause they have these little sheer panels, but the panels are mm-hmm. at the thigh part, which is like, Not normally where you would want a panel. Like I have thick thighs, and I don't want sheerness where the where the friction. No, No. not where the friction's happening. Um, I have what we call a thunder thigh, and yeah, I don't. uh, This is a lot. Um, So she's in the Fideye District of New York, um, posing and 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 wrapping in her in her clothes. Girl, she's also a clothier. Oh boy. So Heather grew up in tahama a town of about 400 people in northern california she studied economics in school but ultimately moved to san francisco to create a marketing firm additionally she spent time in the middle east working in currency markets um so elia Lichtenstein was born in russia in 1987 though he moved to the u.s with his parents as a child he grew up the son of a wealthy mortgage broker in chicago so this is elia with his cat okay Okay. As an adult, he co-founded a sales company in San Francisco, which secured a $1.5 million investment from Mark Cuban and others in the same year. Okay, so he got a little Mavs money behind him. Okay. The two tech entrepreneurs met in 2014 when Alia became an advisor to Heather's company. Despite their differences, <laughs> mostly how they're viewed having lives on social media the two married in 2018 note that her husband alia didn't embrace social media like heather did well duh i mean oh wait come on girl (laughs) how you gonna say he didn't did it Uh, marina as soon as i read he didn't embrace social media she brought up the most bizarre looking tiktok video that we haven't even played but it's just the way he's laying on this bed what is happening
2: What is going on? Is is she going to be rapping in the background? I I
0: don't know, know, but he's laying on the bed like it's Valentine's Day and he about to surprise Bay. Like, you know, rose
2: petals everywhere. mm,
0: Yes, it's giving rose petals. He got the knees tucked in like (laughs) it's giving like baddie, like, you know, pregnancy Uh, photo shoot.
2: He also has the double collar going, like, so, so what are we doing here? This is not 2008.
0: And is he <laughs> on a bed or a pullout or, and then what is going on with this blind situation in the back? I, I'm so confused. Is this a hotel? I, I just don't understand it. Can we hit play on this TikTok? I'm scared. Please. But let's just see what's going on.
2: You're interested in what I say recorded the first time, okay? Because I'm not a little wind up little dancing monkey that's going to repeat the exact same thing.
0: Okay. I'm very confused. There's two trash cans by this pull-out bed situation.
2: And there were multiple... Th- those were multiple laughs in the background. Like, yes. is there an audience there? What, what, what is, where is the setting?
0: Also, his voice is not what I thought it was going to sound like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, did, I was holding on. I was holding off, but as soon as I heard it, I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm allowed to make fun of this guy. So I'm just
0: Right. Kidding. I'm like, all right, sir. So as an adult, he co-founded a sales company, you know, that got the Mark Cuban's coins. Uh they got married, even though obviously they're very different. At their wedding in Culver City, her friends carried her down the aisle in a Moroccan Planquin as the final countdown played. Uh what is a Moroccan Planquin? No. Oh so no, like, she didn't. No. Why? Yeah. And these are her friends. I guess, well, she did spend some time in the Middle East, so maybe she was like, y'all come to my wedding. But also, like, mm, is this your tradition, sis? I, yeah, like... I was going to
2: say, what type of appropriation is this? And my man is so disgusted by it. He's picking his nose at, you know, in your picture. There's
0: I mean, more, uh... I won't lie, it's kind of fire, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, and the final countdown is playing, which is bizarre. Okay. At the reception, she performed her song, Turkish Martha Stewart. Wait. Mm.
2: Oh, I, I thought you had video of this i was like Please i think have we this. have
0: a hyperlink of at least the song can we hear some of turkish martha stewart even though okay just play it turkish martha stewart keep gun up in her skirt been trapping with dessert gone poppy from the dirt, dirt. oh a billion sure <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's so much pelvic thrusting going on there's so much just confusing and still like I don't know if she's in Turkey right now but that beat again is Turkish not anywhere near
0: stir. Stir. Is why is she saying so, sturt like that Oh, yeah like
2: is she trying to do like skirt is she trying to do that because I, I kind of thought that's what she was doing but it still doesn't play and it, and it also, doesn't really fit
0: if you're not from Turkey how are you Turkish Martha Stewart you're not that's from Turkey
2: point. wait she's Russian right
0: no, she her husband is her Russian. Husband she's is Russia. from Cali. Uh, I got
2: nothing. Oh, her, yeah, I forgot. She's from a, a small town in Northern California, and she probably tells people she's from the Bay.
0: Even, you know, right, like, which equals Turkey. I am confusion. I am confusion. I Okay, so in early 2018... Both Heather and Alia quit their jobs working for large companies. Heather attributed the transition to CEO burnout, which was later cured by discovering her rap persona, Razzle Khan. I know damn well.
2: She goes by Razzlecon. Khan?
0: I know. I know you did not put a con on the end, in- And it's K-H-A-N. It should be C-O-N. But it's K H A it sweet. Uh, Come on. I now. know they told us that a lot of us are related to Genghis, but since this ain't it, you ain't related, really, like, huh? So we have another TikTok. Let's just play a little bit of this. I'm I'm already tired of Heather. I I'm exhausted. Okay, so don't hate, cause I look great, smell great, taste great. Don't hate. This ain't a debate. We ain't gonna date, even though I make you wanna masturbate. <laughs> My mouth I, is a gape.
2: I, I don't have anything for this. Like I, it's so. Cause you so, make me
0: want to masturbate.
2: It's so bad. I have to seriously ask: Is this a joke? Like it, 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 this is real.
0: Remember the beginning of the episode or this part of the episode? We said she is not a comedian. This woman <sighs> is serious. That make it I'll you want to masturbate? I get a right. low interest rate. Don't hate CEO Residazzle. Dazzle Con. what? Why the-
2: Lacey, why couldn't why could well I won't speak for you. Why couldn't I just be born into money? Because I, I feel I feel like you have to be born into money to ever get to that level of, I don't know, delusion. cognitive dissonance, delusion. Yeah, complete delusion.
0: Honestly, she looks so free and I'm a little <sighs> jealous. I'm, I'm like, hating. bro. I'm hating I'm, on that am, privilege. Am I hating from outside the club? Like. Right, hands up if you're hating from outside the club. Just uh, tap your neighbor if you're hating from outside the club (laughs) because I would love to just be this fucking ignorant. Not even ignorant, just ignorant. I want this for me.
2: I want to have... I this want
0: that for you. Level of delusion, just no clue about what's happening on planet Earth. You know, rapping on TikTok. And then she's teasing it as a new song. It's a freestyle, but it's gonna be a new song too. And hey, hey, and then how you offbeat and there's no beat in the back? There yeah, was no, no beat, beat whatsoever.
2: Like well, I don't understand that.
0: <laughs> that's a talent. I don't know how you are offbeat when there are literally no beats in sight. Like, congratulations, sis, because wow.
2: You make a good point. Maybe we're the ones that are that, that are wrong here. She Clearly. actually is talented. And she might just, be on to something. We just don't realize it.
0: You know, it's a lot of great artists. Uh, Van Gogh, who, you know, had chopped his ear off and, went and didn't and didn't get no shine until he died. You know? Picasso, so, same deal. Right, right. Maybe we're wrong because the girls weren't loving all that art until they died. You know, maybe Heather's,
2: is that hey. her name? Yeah, Heather. Maybe she's onto something. She's he got Ren and 10 vibes from uh what's what's it called brown sugar. She's got what, whatever that that I rhyme was. and I rip.
0: I rip and I rhyme. She got a little bit I, of that it. I don't know. She, they were a little bit more on meat than this. Go uh, don't don't put some respect <laughs> on Rintan's name because I don't I don't know. So following her leaving the company, she co-founded, and this is in her own words. Uh, she says it's really strange to suddenly have free time after beasting nonstop for years. It was about this time that I discovered rapping. I I really want to know who helped you with this discovery so that we could fight them because we need to have a fist of cuffs with said uh, individuals. Um, so it was during this time that both Alia and Heather also went on to attain other nebulous titles such as serial entrepreneur, which I've already told y'all means scammer, advisor guru, and fashion designer. Though Heather, the former CEO, didn't pick up a full-time job again, the couple traveled frequently and moved into a $1 million Wall Street apartment. I love when you're so rich that you, just, you don't have to work, nobody knows. Knows where your money comes from when you apply for a million dollar apartment, they're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you're black, and even if you've worked so hard and had some money, they're still like, how did you get this money? Like,
2: yeah, exactly. Who Who are you representing? Like, what do we
0: do? Right. <laughs> even if they see the money in your bank account, they're like, how did it get there? Is someone gonna take it back? You could have yeah. got this on your own. <laughs> 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 who did you take this money from, Negris? <laughs> like,
2: exactly. No, that 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 is kind of amazing. That that I'm sorry, a million.
0: No, you can't do life. I, I just want to live her life. Like Wait.
2: I, I'll even make those terrible. I can't rap at all. Like so, I, to be clear, I'm making fun of her. I can't rap. I can do better than that, but I can't. I wanna I want. I want that type of confidence.
0: I do, too. So the crime beyond Razzlecon, which is a crime to humanity that somebody is letting her put this on wax. So it turns out that the sudden career changes may have had less to do with wanting creative expression and more to do with a couple suddenly coming into possession of almost $4 billion in stolen Bitcoin in August 2016. So they were like, oh, you know, we just want to pursue our passions, get a million dollar apartment. You, you know how we was just e price scamming.
2: Earlier when you said I didn't realize you said four billion. I yeah, thought you Billy. said four million. These Billy. folks these folks took a Billy and thought this
0: <laughs> and thought nobody was gonna ask no questions.
2: Also, just just really quickly, if you have guru in your name, you're full of shit. I don't care <laughs> if 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 you if your if your card says guru of
0: any kind, you're full of shit. Nobody can guru. I feel like somebody gotta be able to guru. Who? Who? that's I mean look <laughs> back in the day I feel like you could only be a guru before the internet because the Dalai Lama like people call him a guru and like if you look into the Dalai Lama's past there's a lot of shit back there that ain't as cute as you think it is but you know people are like I don't know he he looks the part he's very zen and calm we never seen him yell at nobody that you've seen <laughs> and, and and you're like oh, okay well he must be a guru
2: Hey, you know what, Dalai, okay, I take it back. Dalai Lama, you can run that type of game. I'm not believing in Heather
0: but maybe you could just be a guru by being quiet I feel like if you're going to be a guru you just have to have very uncomfortable energy that you've harnessed mm-hmm. into superiority because a lot of people have uncomfortable energy that you meet them and you like this nigga's a weirdo but if you're a weirdo and you learn how to harness that into like a power like an ego like move where you can be superior to people that's when you become a guru because you're still making people uncomfortable and unsettled but now they're like is it because I'm less than
2: I was gonna say that's kind of sounding uh, cult leader ish, but do you know, I feel maybe, uncomfortable because ma- I'm not worthy? Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's what, that is. What cult. does she know? Yeah. Right, that's what I want. So, in August 2016, the Hong Kong crypto exchange by Finex was hacked leading to the loss of one hundred twenty thousand bitcoins at the time 66 million dollars right um which that's the thing about bitcoin it's all online and i get it like everybody's like the future i won't lie like i'm not trying to be a hater on like crypto because it's obviously a part of our lives like if you venmo it's crypto like all money online is crypto in a way you know it's online Uh currency but It just feels like because the banking industry and stocks and everything else has been so overrun with the same Wall Street types that the new tech bro Wall Street types were like, well, how do we get in and like ruin everybody's lives? Oh, we do crypto. And this is how we'll ruin everyone's lives uh, with currency.
2: I already told you I come from a Bama family, so we don't believe, we don't trust anything. We don't believe you. You need more people. As soon as I heard this, and you know, I got some boys that they've made a, You know, they've made a little bit. Of, you know, at it, uh, I've got something that happened either. But as soon as I heard it, I said, "Nah." No, nah, I'm good. It's kind of like you know the also old a bit where you know they, they offer him the Disney bucks and he's like no 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 I'm, I'm good with my greenbacks I'm good with my greenbacks I'm I I, right. I don't I don't want to venture into that and
0: industry. look the dollar is very ghetto um and I told you I learned that when I lived in London for a little while I went over there and exchanged my money and I was like wait a minute I didn't give you rupees. <laughs> uh you know like whatever whatever i thought and that's no shade to india but just like i i thought i had a valuable coin and then i was very much humbled and was like oh the dollar is some shit okay cool we just printing it like it grow on trees okay Mm -hmm. it's not all right Uh,
2: diet currency
0: right we had a ton of debt and we still printing money okay cool good to know so yeah just print more i think you can get in the crypto game but i think you have to get out i don't think you can just like live in it and uh, because uh, i don't know i think that anything that involves people advertising it to try to get more people involved is a scam because if you were making money hand over fist I have never seen a benevolent capitalist. I've never seen any billionaire or money hoarder be like, oh, we're making so much coin. Y'all come over here and get involved. That's not how money works. (laughs)
2: that's exactly the case anytime you have to sell me on it you are trying to sell me
0: mm. i'm not
2: that look i'm not gonna be the one and maybe i missed the boat maybe i end up missing the boat and, right. you know what Lacey, you might we might circle back in a year and you're gonna be like hey look well, I, I got my i'm million saying get me. in
0: and get out I, i'm I, just saying don't hey. stay because i don't know what I happens you. when you stay that's all i'm saying maybe dip a toe if you have some you know income that you you can be frivolous with but i'm just saying don't mm. stay because if crypto's buying ads in the the Super Bowl you know it's like mm-hmm. why y'all gotta sell it if it's so good why y'all gotta tell us
2: on the biggest stage when you know it's folks that are just looking if
0: they bought the staple Center and called it crypto.com I'm like mm, why y'all
2: But then again, I'll be honest with you it, it you, you know it's gonna sell you have folks that were going ahead and scanning that sc- scanning that screen I looked at I looked at that and said like, no, nah, I don't think so.
0: Right. I was like, I'm good. I'm not gonna yeah, put nah. my phone camera up here for the court tea. I think I'm good. <laughs> But exactly. I get it, and I'm saying dip a toe. Like if you have somebody who's got some plugs, if you if you have Bitcoin, Bitcoin is appreciated so much, and like people made a lot of legit money off of it. I'm, you know, I always say on this podcast, like make sure you're trading from a legitimate source. So to this day, no one has been caught for the theft of the actual Bitcoin that happened uh, in the Hong Kong crypto exchange, right? Heather and Alia came into possession of roughly 95,000 of those Bitcoins in early 2017 through a series of small, complex transactions. So remember, 120,000 Bitcoins were stolen. Somehow, mm-hmm. Heather and her Russian bay have come up on 95,000 of them, which means that only 25,000 of them they did not get. So who did y'all know who stole this? Because y'all came up on a significant amount of the coins
2: whatever Russian oligarch that is associated with this gentleman I want to uh, uh. offer on my, on my part as well as on Lacey's part we apologize for anything that was offensive <laughs> earlier
0: listen so at today's value the 95,000 bitcoins that they got roughly translates to about 4 billion dollars in stolen crypto the problem and reason why the couple did not simply disappear with their hoard was that with the hack that big and notorious the stolen bitcoins were almost immediately blacklisted so So, you know, with Bitcoin, blockchain, all this stuff like they can figure out there's a receipt. There's a CVS long receipt for all of this shit. (laughs) So they couldn't just be like, okay, OK, like the Squid Game coin people when they like took three million dollars and was like, oh, y'all like that TV show? And we stole your money. Bye. They couldn't do that with four billion. You can't just make four billion Mm dollars disappear off the ether. So, whoever possessed the crypto couldn't redeem it for cash or trade it in reputable exchanges. This left a massive amount to be laundered, which only increased year after year as the couple held on to the hoard and the Bitcoin value soared. So, normally, when you have Bitcoin and the value's going up, you'd be like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. For them, this is an L, because they're like, damn, it did better today? Oh, hell. Like, how are they going to get this shit back on the market legally seeming um, when they have so much volume? even to move one of the only ways they could actually use the bitcoin was through purchasing 500 walmart gift cards wow no
2: they went the walmart gift card route
0: this is so ghetto 500 dollars at a time y'all ain't never yeah. gonna launder this money never y'all no. at a laundromat y'all laundering with quarters
2: <laughs> let me let me ask this how did they have like the wherewithal, I won't, you know, whether it's intelligence, or where, how did they have the ability to pull this scam off but have no plan whatsoever? And why would they have stayed here and not at least travel to a place that wouldn't extradite? I just don't understand. Like you, you come up, you come up with. You saw how this woman was rapping. Plan. It's a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Like I, I should not expect her to I think to have we have
0: to attribute that level of delusion in her rap career to that level of delusion in her financial crime career. Because clearly she was high on something. Uh, Maybe it's life, but whatever it was, girl, stop taking (laughs) it. So the couple began traveling abroad more often, like you said, because obviously the U.S. ain't that girl for all of this, going to Ukraine in 2019 and meeting with money launderers. While they developed their plans to leave the country with their billions successfully turned to cash, they continued to live their entire lives online. Now listen... Even the creator of Bitcoin, we don't know who that person is. Like, why are you a public figure when you know you're sitting on billions? of dollars and you know you literally know that you are getting the tide you're getting the shout you're getting the gain and you're seasoning in the laundry like black people where you put like 12 game sheets in the dryer like you are <laughs> laundering laundering money you know you are doing a fold and press you are taking stuff out of the uh you know the permanent press cycle and hanging it on the dry on the clothesline like you are laundering laundering money why would you be online
2: I don't understand. Like, it wasn't just enough to pull the scam off. They had to let you know. They had to flex on you. Hey, look, if if, if that's where we're at, I, I guess – I tell you right now, I am from a generation where if I ever get, if I get my hands on something like that, you'll never hear from me again. Ever? It's gonna be it's gonna be like I'll still listen. Hey, look, I, I, I'll give you some listens. I'll make sure to even listen through your listen through your promo so you get the full credit. But outside of that, that's it. If
0: scam got this podcast drop off the map, and I don't tell y'all that I'm not doing episodes no more, just know I didn't hit a lick and I'm gone. I'm gone. You will never see you'll never see me again. What? Like this is crazy. So they travel to and from business meetings exclusively by uber during their ukraine excursion uh which why would you do that there's a record of uber that's going to tell people where you got dropped off where you got picked up but girl y'all better find a yellow cab y'all better rent a car y'all got all these coins why are y'all operating on anything that's technological why are y'all operating through technology why
2: i don't feel guilty about saying this these are the dumbest crooks that i've heard of so far
0: and they shouldn't and it,
2: be in order to be that successful at that.
0: Because y'all are white collar crooks, like y'all should know by now. If you work on Wall Street, you yeah. should know a decent amount about crime. What are you doing?
2: Or know other criminals that can at least let you know say, Hey, hey, my my my, my man or you know, Heather, don't do this. Yeah,
0: y'all need a criminal guru. Y'all needed a crime guru who could help y'all, give y'all f- philosophical advice and in return you pay them for the silence so Razzlecon's raps and Razzlecon is heather i, I cannot call her that yes. heather i am not calling her that name
2: you can just call her con for sure
0: no time. that's even worse <laughs> so heather miss miss razzle dazzle uh her raps included lyrics such as spearfisher password slash all funds transferred and no okay so i guess you're trying to give little tips in your raps maybe i need to listen to these raps about financial crime like she might be giving it to us
2: she's giving up the game in the rhymes that is amazing i'm sorry like <laughs> wait. <a laughs> okay so can we just just quickly she's a rapper mm-hmm. uh, uh, amongst all those other mm-hmm. things they pulled this scam off they got it and, and they would have gotten away with it yep they decided to broadcast it, yeah. And then she's and then she's gonna talk about it in her own rhymes. No one's gonna hear them, but if in just in the case that they do, she has given mm-hmm. the game up and told what she did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, I I didn't mean it. Yeah, that's that's amazing to
0: me. She said, "My name is Heather. I ain't from Turkey, but I keep." The, i can't even do it like she's like I. Yeah, it's bad she's like it's i keep bad. them cons on me like faux jerky i'm the realist in the biz because i will steal all your shit spearfish <laughs> your password all funds transferred illegally like what are you doing like i know so alia her husband Kept files on the cloud storage account for documents such as notes about money laundering and forged identification documents to get them into Ukraine. The cloud.
2: And they took notes.
0: The cloud. The literal thing that Stephen Jobs and his black turtle ass neck ass made that no one understands.
2: I'm going to be a stereotypical uh, black male right now, and I'm going to quote The Wire you taking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy,
0: bro. Like what? What are we doing? You got receipts for your crime. You like we got to keep all these Walmart receipts. We might need to take back these. Gu- what you keeping Blue Light Special receipts? Are y'all on? Cra- is it crack? Because I, I I just know that no one is this dumb. Like I think Kevin who's trying to get a dollar from everybody to start his own lotto. I don't think he's going to keep receipts of the dollars that he receives. No. I cannot believe that y'all will put shit on the fucking cloud. No one knows how the cloud works. Have you not seen how many celebrities got their nipples aired out because mm-hmm. it was on the cloud? Sudden, the cloud is hella accessible. It's called the cloud for a reason because we're all like, we learned in school what clouds do. We did.
2: We didn't know they're there.
0: But it's it's like gas, I don't know, it's white, it looks solid, but it's not. When you're in a plane, you fly through it, it's you know, sometimes rain. We, we've all learned about clouds and we still don't know shit about the cloud, which is why they named it the fucking cloud, because how, <laughs> how? So, it was their internet service provider that alerted the couple in the early 2021s that a grand jury was seeking records related to them. So, Comcast or AT&T or whoever the fuck they high-speed provider was, which, shout out to the internet provider. Y'all must have been paying for some high-speed shit if they were like, hey, y'all, um, it's us at AT&T... Um, And we we all are value customers. Y'all are. Uh, Love all the SIM cards y'all are getting across the world. Uh, Love the high speed that y'all are getting. Uh, Please continue to pay for stars. There will be more power installments. Uh, 50 Cent is writing a Bible. But um, just wanted to ask y'all, because the government did call us and they did say that they needed like records. They wanted certain files that y'all have, like one called crime, another one called money laundering um yeah what it
2: it also feels like that is that's illegal like is the is the internet service provider allowed to you know kind of give them the heads up i mean it didn't help but i
0: mean uh, i guess look the internet service provider was like we have been in and we are not in it all we did was put them yeah. ethernet cords in your house just want to let y'all know And and honestly, I would do the same thing if I was an internet service provider, especially depending on where they were. I don't want them to think I was involved. Like, if you got that much money, like, you definitely could do murders.
2: In a real way. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. So I just want the girls to know, like, I don't need to be murdered, you know? We're just over here connecting things, you know?
2: We're just a middleman. We're just
0: over here making sure your Wi-Fi, is. that's it. That's all we're doing. So as of today, it p- appears that Heather and Alia continued attempting to carry out their plan until early this year. So they were like, okay, the government's on to us, but, you know, we're gonna continue getting these Walmart gift cards and rapping and doing TikToks and living our lives. Because, you know, why not? So their arrest. On January 5th, 2022, investors Investigators arrived at Heather and Alia's apartment with a search warrant. There was allegedly a struggle when Heather attempted to trick investigators and lock them out of her phone while pretending to retrieve her cat. Okay, so she was like, Hold on, y'all, I
2: gotta go get mittens. I was gonna say she really did say like hold on time out time out. She tried to call time out on an arrest.
0: She tried to time out on a search warrant. She was like hold on, M- Mittens is very antsy, y'all. Hold on, the Mittens got um anxiety. Y'all can't come in here. Let me get the catnip.
2: Once again, the privilege because again, if they are come look, if they come to yo, if they come to your door, my door, and anyone that we know, they're not just gonna be like, hey, can we come in? First of all, they are gonna kick that door in, right? And it's not gonna, you're not gonna have time
0: my shit up they got
2: like
0: yeah mittens it, would be
2: gone R.I.P. mittens I'm sorry
0: right they would have thrown I, mittens out the two-story window what are you uh, talking about it's like she, she got a search warrant done like the cleaning people were coming she was like yeah it's right over there make sure to be delicate with my, my <laughs> linens what I just feel like they would definitely arrest you. So she lost the ensuing wrestling match over her cell phone and officers found $40,000 in cash and large amounts of money and other currencies in a hollowed out book for transporting bills and a bag labeled burner phone. Now, why?
2: Stop it. They wrote burner phone on the bag. I'm
0: tired of these people. Okay. This is just the most laziest. Okay. They said, uh, they opened our book called Crime. Okay, so we're looking at books right now that they've hollowed out and it's like they've only learned crime from television. Why? why? Y'all thought they were going to open the books? And also these aren't even <laughs> thick enough books. Like you can't get that much cash in these books. Even if you're doing $100 bills, at most you're getting 10000 in each of these books. How? No. no. So burner. Not her burner charger. She was, I will say Heather's organized. She was like, this is where I keep my burner charger so I don't, my burner don't die. This is my crime phone. This is my murder phone. We haven't used that one yet. We need to get a SIM card for the murder phone. Um,
2: what? But my, my, my real question is, it's fine to put it in that bag. Why do you need to label it? Why do you need the right burner phone? Like, you know, it's
0: your Were burner phone. Were you gonna phone. forget the phones that you have associated yeah. with crime? Also, when people <laughs> knock on your door with a search warrant, the first thing I would have done was pull the SIM cards out of those phones or at least drop them bitches in the toilet and, and hit flush a couple times. Like, what are you doing?
2: Again, no plan. No plan whatsoever. I
0: would have been doing an Irish jig on them phones, just dancing <laughs> after I poured <laughs> soda water all over them. Like, something. Fire? Fire's good. Burn it with fire. Try
2: something. Microwave. Throw it in the microwave. Like, honestly, I these, hey. are, these seem like the type of people that would make that yeah, decision.
0: Yeah, no, grill lighters, what are you doing? So she lost the wrestling match. They obviously found everything. Additionally, the warrant extended to the couple's computers, where they also found folders fo- titled Personas and Passport Ideas. <laughs> I, y'all are really just, this is hilarious. Now, I understand why Kalen put that warning at the top that y'all are not comedians, because I don't know if I can make this funnier than it already is. Passport ideas? Y'all, like, let's throw around names. I think in my next country, I want to be Susie Rutabaga. What, what do you think about that name? Look, we'll put it on the Excel. We'll think about it. What? Th-
2: this is how bad they are. If you make a movie or a short series, shout out to you, Netflix, and you know what? Right, because they love a short series. If you make it, you can't make it without it being a comedy. Because it's that absurd. It is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They rap and they got all... And and, and also, this also tells me that y'all don't really... Before you got into rap culture, you didn't even study anything about it. Because even if you're on the scammer rap side, if you would just listen to some lyrics, they would have taught you something about this.
2: Listening to some Jeezy, some goo wop. Right. Li, li, like, like, what Jeezy like, said, I keep my hands
0: clean. I never touch dope. Like, what? Hello. Y'all touching <laughs> all the dope. What are y'all doing? You're touching it all.
2: And letting you know that they got it. Hey, look, right. I got dope with my hands.
0: Literally, why y'all not a label maker? And y'all like, all right, D-O-P-E. Okay, <laughs> put this one on the top shelf. That's the dope. Okay, burner the phones. B-U-R, N-E-R. Oh, I'm running out of tape. Can you go to the container store? Because we got to label the rest of this crime. <laughs> what do you need to make this the easiest fucking search warrant ever? Like, what? So it wasn't until January 31st that investigators were finally able to decrypt files on Alia's hard drive and find a stash of missing Bitcoin. So at least he encrypted them, which you should have known. The government has hackers now.
2: They're going to get in there. And even if they don't
0: have good hackers, the thing is, a lot of good hackers will strike a deal and be like, I guess I'll keep crime off the streets if y'all keep me at the sale. So you're playing. The couple was arrested and posted a combined $8 million in bonds, secured in part by both their parents' homes. (laughs) privilege your parents homes also if i was your mama the last thing i'm doing is putting up my house you're not i wouldn't even give y'all my lawn i wouldn't even give y'all the sprinkler system i'm not putting shit up because y'all seem like the type who are gonna run
2: remember i'll tell you about my country family right Yeah. I, I i remember a day i remember a day like it was yesterday i was about 13 14 years old and one of my cousins called my mama and said hey can you put your house up for me and her exact words were fuck no just like right. that, this is a this is a good old southern woman that doesn't doesn't even speak like that well she does but you know she'd like to say this she, she doesn't put it.
0: some clarity <laughs> on it she had you really I mean, she needed you to know she wasn't gonna think about it she wasn't it's gonna to sleep on it don't call her back in a few hours the answer is no today tomorrow always and in perpetuity amen
2: exactly a- a- exactly that she
0: said in his name
2: in, exactly in, in his holiest of holy name
0: okay <laughs> i know jesus came back on the third day but he didn't come back again and neither and don't you, <laughs> don't you come back, okay?
2: Yeah, don't don't come back.
0: So neither have entered pleas, though Heather's lawyer claims that she was a passive participant in Alia's grand scheme to launder money and flee the country. Oh, not you didn't put your husband under the bus. Oh, she rolled her husband under several buses. Oh wow. She's she gonna
2: ride a ramble.
0: Alia, it. you gotta get out of this relationship because your rapping your rapping white wife is about to do you. She don't come mm-hmm. out with raps talking about trapped, <laughs> trapped, tra- trapped in an abusive con relationship.
2: He, he made me do it all. He ma- right, like that, that that's a it's a guarantee that that's going to be it.
0: that's the next single. He made me do it all. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, it's me, Turkish Martha Stewart. I'm not trying to go to jail. Like, look, you called yourself Martha Stewart, so you kind of oh, in a real way you she willed yourself kinda, yeah. into a financial crime bid. Uh.
2: Hey. She she spoke it she wrapped it into, into, into existence. existence.
0: You gotta be careful what you wrap. You might wrap it into existence. So Chief Judge Beryl A. Howell ruled that Alia stay in custody because of the extreme likelihood that he would attempt to flee while Heather met the criteria for a supervised release. How? They were together. Yeah. I know they found all the financial stuff on his computer, but they were together and she was wrestling somebody for a phone. I just feel like if you go She was rapping st- about if it. If you go stone cold Steve Austin on somebody for your cell phone, you should also be in the jail awaiting trial.
2: She flipped on him. That had to oh, be Oh she must she had she must have told on him and put and put him she in. She went
0: there. full Simone Biles. She she got on the mm. beam, just started flip, flip, <laughs> flip, flip, flipping. tens across the board. <laughs> she stuck all the landings, was like, I don't know him.
2: That one took me a second. I'm not gonna lie. though I, I was like, we fool some up, up.
0: She was like, I don't know him, and, and, and stuck the landing. Stick it. I yeah. mean, I can't stuck. be mad at that. As a as a woman, you know, flip on your man. You know.
2: <laughs> we we watched that TikTok. She was gonna flip on him. Come on, man. Like, again, I'm not trying to be judgmental. But we watched that, and we do.
0: Yeah, you're right. From the TikTok, we could tell that she was a snitch.
2: Yeah. she la- First of all, she laughed in that man's face. She
0: did. <laughs> with her friends. He cackled with so. her friends in his face while he was laid up on the bed, posed, trying to give the girls all that he had.
2: All of it. He was showing.
0: He was like, I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> I can't, I'm can't. i going to do it a different way. She was like, okay, boo. Yeah, <laughs> He's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And I mean, if she's a real rapper, maybe she got her Megan Thee Stallion on. She was like, leave these niggas holding the bag. <laughs> you know? <Damn. laughs> <laughs> she stuck her tongue out and say, "Oh, real high girl shit. I'm, real I'm fraud girl shit. Okay."
2: The real question is, does she have enough money to get a a, a a, mega feature at some point?
0: I mean, these rap videos are giving low budget, but she did it without getting chased out on the streets, and you can't really film like that in New York. They know when the girls are filming, so maybe she got a coin. Maybe she had a permit. If convicted, Alia and Heather could face up to 25 years in prison for money laundering and conspiracy. The thing is, is that this is not even physical coin. It's Bitcoin, so can't they just return the coin and unencrypt the thing that was blocking it and all is well that ends well it's just uh, 25 years i think about prison time as a taxpayer and mm -hmm. this isn't a violent crime these people are goofy as fuck like i don't know if they need to spend 25 years in the can
2: it does seem extreme but honestly four billion like i I think it's because of the amount (laughs) Right. The, I just think, the amount of scamming that had to go right. into it
0: I just think of crypto as a rich man's game and I'm like who did they really harm because obviously but at the same time I don't know who bought into Bitcoin and maybe you have a lot of savings or your life savings tied up into it and and, and perhaps it's, obviously it was very harmful if they t- stole 100 whoever originally stole it stole 120,000 Bitcoin and if 95,000 of those Bitcoin equal 4 billion dollars then a lot of people got robbed and I don't know if yeah. there's a way like the FDIC is insured I don't know how it works with crypto so you know financial crime does harm people extremely people need money the only people who ever say money doesn't buy happiness is fucking rich people which is why they need to shut the fuck up because you know how happy you can sleep when all your bills are paid do you know how happy you can feel when you got food yeah you may have other issues you may have family issues you may have health issues but even if you have health issues you know how happy you would be when you go to the hospital and you don't have to worry about the girl shaking you down before you get your procedures
2: Listen, I I, I I I understand the old adage of more money, more problems. But I want those problems.
0: Right. I would it's rather expensive. have the money problems than the lack of money problems. Because nobody ever says yes. no money, more problems, which is definitely a thing. It's just yes. that we assume that because you don't have yeah. money, you definitely Thank got you. problems. Because not having money, there's a tax on the poor. Yeah, everything. It's crazy across
2: the board. It's, it's it's tough to be poor.
0: And guys, we're gonna take a quick break for scammer of the week, and we'll be right back with the end of the episode. The saddest part, we have to let you.
2: Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
0: Hi, I'm John Lovett, host of Love It or Leave It. Every week, I'm joined live on stage by incredible guests to break down the biggest and dumbest stories in politics and pop culture. And now, because there's too much news for just one show, join me and my friends, also known as beloved producers who have to be there every Tuesday for a rundown of the latest headlines to help get you through another flawless week in our perfect society. Listen to episodes of Love It or Leave It wherever you get your podcasts or catch the funniest moments on the Love It or Leave It YouTube channel. Alrighty, and we're back and it's time for the saddest part of the show where I have to let Jabari go. But before we go, Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise, or maybe not. We'll see and we'll get Jabari's opinions. Today we are talking about Greek Orthodox priest and hedge fund manager. What a combination. Reverend Emmanuel Limson, who was found by a federal jury to have been involved in a short and distort scheme. Mmm, short and distort. Oh, what's what's that about? So the scheme involved shorting the stock of a San Diego-based company called Ligand Pharmaceuticals Incorporated. Shorting is the process of borrowing securities that you don't own and selling them to another investor at a lower price while pocketing the difference. So you're borrowing the securities... And then, and so we were talking about obviously financial crime earlier with bitcoins and now we're moving over into the stock market. Uh, shorting is a thing that happens very often and a lot of people get away with it. But unfortunately, uh, Greek orc that asked priest. Reverend Emmanuel was uh, not so blessed and fortunate to get away with his shorting. So he was borrowing he's borrowing these securities that he doesn't own and then selling them to another investor at a lower price while pocketing the difference. The Reverend allegedly then manipulated the stock's price through making false statements through attacking like in pharmaceuticals in the media. So but, you know, got the stock, sold it off short, you know, for a cheaper price, and then brought the stock down by. Talking about it. Amen. As a reverend. Like what was what was Reverend Emmanuel saying? He was like, lagging can't heal you. Only God can heal you. They selling the devil's pharmaceuticals. What?
2: <laughs> so the first question that I have is how long has he been? A, has, how long has he been a priest? Because the question I actually have is, was this a long con? Like, did he get into this position so that he could be a reputable, believable individual, someone, you know, you Mm. put the little little, little paper there, you know, you, 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 you get the benefit of the doubt that you probably otherwise wouldn't get. Or otherwise, if you're a priest... What do you need profits for anyhow?
0: Now, as a hedge fund manager, it does make sense to me to perhaps want to go into the fatherhood because, you know, you start talking about churches, especially if he has his own, like, that's a tax write-off. And then maybe some of them hedge funds I'm managing turn into blessings, that I write off for the church house. So Father Emmanuel Limson manages a hedge fund, lives on a three acre estate in Boston in a suburb, and on weekends tends to his flock at the St. George Greek Orthodox Church in Keene, New Hampshire. Wow.
2: So my man is basically a head, a hedge fund manager that just does church on the weekends. Okay, man, that that's that's a real hustle right there. Right.
0: I mean, you really only need to do church <laughs> on the weekends. You know, like, he come in for, do the services. He going to give y'all four services, you know, two before the football games come on and two during for the girls who don't care. And, I mean, he was doing it. He earned $1.3 million as a result of the stock price falling rather than Limousin, um abdicates an investment philosophy based on Christian ethics. So he said, God and the NASDAQ
2: wants this. (laughs) That's fantastic. Look, I, I, I've always, you know, I I mean, no disrespect, you know, to, you know, know, to religion Mm -hmm. or anybody that is, is religious, but I've always been entertained. I've always been entertained by some of the ways that, um, the folks that consider themselves holy, you know, can also, excuse themselves you know for this type of behavior. actually yeah yeah that's it a-
0: It's always been <laughs> one of the harder things for me because I just think as a religious leader, the one thing which I think is impossible for human beings in general, I feel like the one thing, though, as a religious leader is that you need to abstain from, like, the obvious sins. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be cheating on your wife. I sh- You shouldn't be stealing. You shouldn't be involved in illegal activity just simply because that's your whole brand. I feel like you have to stay away from those vices. And rarely do we see anyone in the religious community abstain from those vices. It's giving righteous gemstones.
2: There's a lot of folks... I'll, I'll just say this and i mean again i mean no disrespect to anybody that is religious but there are a lot of parallels to uh pimps and pastors mm. at times and I'll, I'll just leave it at
0: that and, and i mean <laughs> we've seen so many pastors especially i don't remember the name of that pastor who recently was under fire because he spit during the pandemic into his hand and rubbed it on his brother's face
2: i saw that i don't i don't know his name either but what do we do we don't like even <laughs> Even outside of a pandemic, what are we
0: And I had seen that pastor before he did that because a homegirl of mine who no longer subscribes to him. But she she had him playing on a Sunday, you know, after a while weekend that we had. You know, we turned on church if we couldn't make it during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know, we're good Don't Christian. Turn it on. Good Christian yeah. gays. And so we turned on church. And I just remember he was so extra. And I was like, mm, "Some is up here. And he's on TV. And it, it was a lot of, they had a lot of production value that I just didn't really think was necessary in church like I remember one time this same pastor had a sermon where he was talking about the storm and God and and, and they had rain on stage and he was standing Uh, and his name is Mike Todd Um, <laughs> Judith uh, Judith our super producer his name is Mike Todd but he I remember a sermon where he had the rain pouring on the stage and it was like the stage was full of water and he was stomping around and splashing and shit and I just felt like this is a waste of funds like like, I feel like yeah. for all the money y'all spent on making it rain on this stage for probably three or four sermons today, you could have just donated that and deal with what the church is supposed to do and why we don't tax y'all, which is be a benevolent source in the community and keep your lights on.
2: You were also not Drew Hill or Missy Elliott in a video. What
0: do we it do? It was giving <laughs> Omarion. He was just out here just Omarion, like, okay. text just in the rain. Yeah. like It felt like he was about to fight for the community center through dance. And... <laughs> As a pastor, I just don't think we need that from you. Yeah, like, you know, let, let, let somebody else it. I thought it. you could just let give us else. cute interpretations of the Bible, send us off with, you know, some good spirits and some good intentions for the, the demons we're gonna meet that week, and and that could be that. Uh but so you know, pastors they can get kind of manipulative. In one video, he described the difference between and this is Emmanuel, the hedge fund pastor. He described the difference between Eastern and Western Christian views on wealth, including stating that wealth is not a curse necessarily. Necessarily, this is in quotes, while sitting in his Boston mansion. And we're going to watch a little clip of this in a second while they pull it up. Uh, Wow. I think that before we play this, I just want to say, like, I know that when you're a part of a congregation of a church where the pastor is really rich or, you know, like Joel Austin, like the T.D. Jakes, Mm -hmm. they have multiple churches, cars, books, movies, whatever. The I think the empathy there lies in if I follow God, and I I am a believer in God uh, mostly because I'm a gambler and... I just feel like I'd rather believe in something than nothing. And and if you ignore a lot of the wild stuff in the Bible and just kind of focus in on being kind to people and, and helping your neighbor, your unhoused neighbor, your neighbor who needs anything, or like just being a good kind person and, and trying to show love to people in the world, that those principles fundamentally are really good. And I know mm-hmm. a big principle that people kind of hold on to when they see their pastors becoming absorbently rich and driving Maseratis and Lambos and shit to church is like well, why shouldn't I be able to love God and make money? Why shouldn't I be able to love God and be rich? And I think that you absolutely should be able to be a steward of God and the fundamental principles, not all that hating of gay people, not all that, you know, Mm -hmm. racism, not all that sexism, not all the weird stuff. Just the good, right, the isms, just the earnest part of Christianity. Then, yeah, I don't think anybody needs to be a billionaire that's hoarding resources and hurting people. But I think you should be able to be comfortable loving God. Like, I get that.
2: I, I don't have a problem with them being comfortable. I don't even have a problem with them making you know having you know having a little bit of money, but agreed. Like the billionaire ones, the one like I, I think it was Creflo, Creflo Dollar. You know what? And my bad Creflo. Uh but not
0: you quoting Creflo sure, dollar.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was him that had no problem saying, Yeah, I know we already have a private plane. We need another private plane. <laughs> pretty sure I mean, it was him. There's about a this was a couple years ago, and I'm sorry, man. Like, For one, you, got a pri- you have a private plane, but you also have the audacity to say, I know we have a PJ, but we need
0: it. Listen, we got to fly in the sky with no devils in the house, Jesus. You, you getting on a commercial plane, you don't know who on that plane, Jesus. Just You just don't yeah, know. We need a flight log with well, no devils in the house. Yikes. Hey, Amen. Let's play <laughs> this inspirational video from Hedge Fund Reverend Emmanuel.
2: We have a notion of priesthood, which is informed by the Latin or the Catholic Church uh, and ideas about uh, celibacy and vows of poverty and so forth.
0: Emmanuel said, I'll be fucking. Yeah,
2: that's what, exactly what he said.
0: And I'm rich. Look at his house, his big ass windows. This is outside. I am reading this Bible outside of his mansion.
2: He got a little travel-sized Bible.
0: Right. And why he on the first page? Not in the beginning.
2: Hey. Hey, he hitting the LeBron. You're just reading that first page for the for the camera. It's like
0: I read the first page and the last page of the Bible. I know what's happening.
2: We good in the beginning. I and, saw the you know, end revelations. of Revelations. Yeah, I
0: know yeah. what happened.
2: Uh-huh. He got his he got his road he got his road like, on. Him. I'm not mad at him. He's
0: giving big fryer energy. Who's living in this house <laughs> with him? It's painted yellow. Wow.
2: Hey, that's a lot.
0: Now, what kind of car is this? Okay, a little Benzo. Uh, Mercedes. of course,
2: of course. A wagon at that.
0: No, it's not. It's not a a G wagon though.
2: Oh, it's not? No, oh, okay. it, the it, G-Wag it is like the a...
0: square one. So this is like yeah, a, right. a mid-class Mercedes like sedan. A... He's keeping it class. It's probably like a $50,000 car. Oh, I'm sure. 50, 60. That's amazing. It's not like a G-Wag is like $100,000 at least.
2: Yeah, You know he got one of those too then.
0: <laughs> but that's the car he drives to church so he could keep everybody humble. Uh-huh. Oh, yep, because he just pulled up at the church. Not with the exactly. suitcase. Okay, his church is small. With... Look, his church is giving humility. He got wooden pews. He wanted to respond to God's call, and God called him up on the hotline bling. Bring,
2: bring. Yep, say, say, hey, my dog, my dog, hey, we got to get this.
0: God told me to get involved in stocks mm-hmm. and also in the clergy.
2: Remember what I said about pimping from the pulpit. Right, look at, look
0: at his, he putting on holy drip. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Steve Harvey is shaking. Like, this is some ostentatious <laughs> holy drip.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. now he
0: got his humble service in here reading their Bibles. Baby's like I don't want none of that. All right, now is he spoon feeding the baby wine?
2: I think he did. Baby, drunk as a skunk. Right. Look at him. He not now. The right. baby. Right. Baby,
0: like don't sleep good tonight.
2: <laughs> mhm. They feeding him off the same spoon. I'm not gonna go there.
0: Yeah, right. During COVID, I feel like I don't want to drink out the same goblet. Y'all got to give me them. At my church, we had individual cups for communion that had a little wafer on top.
2: I need that. It definitely <laughs> came
0: from a warehouse.
2: Hey, there you go
0: in his 20s he acquired some good real estate oh he's driving Mm -hmm. to a different home he was in a different home before
2: i think that might be the same compound it's a com (laughs) it's a compound. how
0: your church smaller than all your homes
2: in a real way like his home is three to four times the size of his church
0: right now are you inviting everybody over for a potluck is he single i don't see nobody else in these
2: no, nah, I think you had it right when he said, "I get it in." Because <laughs> He said, "We don't." Because he such brought doubts.
0: up celibacy, he was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the girls aren't doing the cellar and the bassine Like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, the bussy thats about
0: <laughs> <not> <laughs> we getting the pussy and the pussy, either <laughs> or. We get, we have a sexuals.
2: <laughs> Whatever you need. Okay, yeah,
0: we practice in procreation. Listen, we got to repopulate the earth, and I got to practice. Amen. Who yeah. oh, I'm going to hell.
2: So say it the song. So say it to song. Oh, God. I'll be there. I'll be there first. I'll hold the door right. for you. I Literally,
0: you. I'm going to be in line. Jesus going to start pulling up my podcast. I'm like, look, <laughs> you know, I was a jokester so... guy. You made me in your image. Come on now. Comedian. Open that gate. Check Don't pull the lever. Don't pull the lever make me go to mm-hmm. hell. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so this is a scam of the week. I'm going to say, Reverend Emmanuel, I'm into this. It seems fun. <laughs>
2: As long as no one's getting hurt, honestly, it's fine. Now, you know, but somebody getting hurt. Part of me, I was going to say, part of me feels like there's some, there's some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> part of me feels like they put, you know, they put the little music underneath to make it sound, you know, make it sound peaceful and whatnot. But,
0: right. You know. He was like, I'm.
2: He's not forcing folks to go there.
0: Right. It was like Wolf of Wall Street, but if it happened yeah. on HDTV. Yeah. Like real real classy, like a lot of like exterior outdoor scenes. And, you know, he was praying. He had a few candles lit for the girls, giving that holy ambiance. I, I you know I mean we've seen a rapper who's doing financial fraud we've seen a priest now who's doing financial fraud uh, uh, apparently you can't just do it like Bernie Madoff was a purist he just did financial fraud now the girls got to have a side hustle R- religion affirmations rapping like,
2: exactly. 2022, you can't just
0: get away with one hustle. Right. You said that. You, <laughs> you said all your fa- you said half your family got two hustles. Like, you can't just have one hustle. This is a gig economy, guys. So if you want to be a preacher, also maybe consider being a hedge fund manager. <laughs> maybe short some stocks. Uh just short some in stocks, his name. you're fine.
2: Uh, like, actually, it's the perfect it's the perfect connection for himself. You can just you can just pray it and and uh and pray it away and he's fine.
0: Amen. It might be working. But guys, we've reached the end of such a fun episode. Uh, Jabari, we always ask, where would you like to be found?
2: Again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Fant- it, it's great to be in the presence of greatness. Oh, um, okay. On Twitter, Jabari Davis, NBA. Uh, you can find me at 19mediagroup.com. And coming soon on iHeart Podcasts yes. for several different po- several different projects.
0: Several? Oh! We love several. I love iHeart. That's like my first family. I love Jack, uh, Brian, and Miles over there. Uh, guys, as always, scamguidespod at gmail.com. Email us with your questions about scams. That was a new one. And send in some questions. Also, snitch on your friends and family. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to fuck up your bad. Scamguidespod at gmail.com. Uh, I am D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D. Valacion on platforms if you want to see my shenanigans. I've been a little dark because of my surgeries, but I'll be back. And then Pod if you want to see all the videos, and photos that we were looking at today on all platforms but the Instagram is mostly where we post everything um the new season of iCarly airs April 8th guys so that's coming up that'll be fun all episodes of the second season of Blacklight Sketch Show streaming now on HBO Max I am not in season three of a Blacklight Sketch Show um I love to do iCarly so that's why I'm yet. um Keenan, fourth episode. If you want to see a fun twist, that absolutely ties into this show. And yeah, that's all for me, congregation. Stay scheming. Scam Goddess! This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! Hey there, I'm Sujin Pak. And I'm Kulab Vilisak. Join us for Add to Cart. Every week we talk about the things we buy. And buy into. And what they say about who we are. That's right, like our friend Nicole Byer. I am a lady who has many tabs open. And they all have carts filled with things. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bajillion tabs full of stuff too? We'll break down what that says about you and us every week. Search for Add to Cart wherever you get your podcasts.